0: Hey, everybody, and welcome uh, to the Logbox, guys. With me, as always, is some of vi- What? Huh? What? You, you shook your head, Josh. Did I do something to it right?
1: What? No, Take two. We're no, right I... through it again. Are you ready? No, we're not taking anything. we no, We're going hey, through to this. We're going through it. <laughs> no. to
2: Shut up.
1: Place the pain, Tom. Uh,
3: you Place know what the that the intro? Dead on arrival. <laughs>
1: Speaking of which... Oh
3: Oh, I
1: want to introduce
0: my oh. friends first. Some of uh, our very best friends. Josh, how you doing? What are you drinking?
3: Uh, I'm doing really well, and I'm drinking At Ease, a oak-conditioned alt beer from Treehouse.
0: Uh, an oak-conditioned alt beer.
3: Yeah, an alt beer is like a traditional German lager, kind of like a Marzen, similar to Oktoberfest, aged in oak barrels. It's very nice. nice.
0: It sounds smooth
3: and Ooh, it's good. smoky.
2: Tommy, how you doing? What are you drinking? i'm drinking some r stone uh single malt scotch from i believe the lowlands
0: the lowlands good because that means it's more peaty and more flavorful got a lot more of that smokiness to it mikey how you doing what are you drinking there pal
1: i'm doing excellent and i'm drinking a hero pilsner from thimble (laughs) island
0: and I myself have a new drink that I, I have uh, invented that I love, love, love. It is a little bit of the blueberry old smoky that Mike gave me and cider. And it kind of tastes like a blueberry cider. And uh, I call it a Ren Faire and it is delicious. But like uh, Josh said, that the intro that I started off was dead on arrival. Speaking of which, today we're going to be talking about Boston brand. Got it right that time the dead man. Mikey, would you like to give us a little bit of the background of every? Let me, can I, I got a quick question. If you're an actuary and you're going to a circus, are you more worried that circus performer is going to fall to their death or be assassinated? Because it seems assassinated. like in decent assassinated. comics, yeah, the number of acrobats assassinated is way higher than the number of acrobats that fall and die.
2: You got your Grayson's. You got your brands. Yeah.
3: And their defense, I think in the real world, people just don't have the balls to kill irritating acrobats.
0: Are <laughs> acrobats irritating to you, Josh? Mimes, I can see. <laughs> All
3: right. So... I went to the
0: circus over the weekend, uh, last weekend, uh, and it was uh, so our acrobats were terrific. I didn't want to kill a single one of them. I don't know what's motivating people. So we
2: are never bringing Josh to
0: Cirque du Soleil. Oh my God! That woman's foot is in her own ear. I hate her. I love her. I don't know what your problem is. But I digest. Mikey, give us a little bit of the background of Boston Brand.
1: First of all, that's why everybody in DC Comics is going to the circus to begin with because they want to see an assassination. I think that's yeah. pretty obvious. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: They're called snuff like tents in
0: DC. Yes, they're not called circuses; they're called stuff. I love that. That is a gorgeous joke. Uh, So back in
1: 1967, Arnold Drake had an idea. He's like, dude, I've been I've been studying all these religions and stuff, and I think I got a great, uh, great idea. And Carmine Infantino was like, yeah, I don't care. What's your idea? A dead man. And he's like, great, I can draw a dead man you want to hear the background? No, I don't care. I can draw a dead man. So they create the Boston brand, a very competent, high-skilled acrobat who is assassinated. Now, they didn't know why he was assassinated uh, in the beginning. That was filled in later on by other writers. But a mysterious assassin with one arm called Hook, Kills Boston Brand, and instead of dying, well, instead of going to heaven or hell, dead man is summoned before Ramakusha. Right? Is that the
3: Kushna?
1: Yeah, Ramakushna. Okay. To, and he's got a mission for Boston Brand that he has to go do some good in the world before he's allowed to rest. So, Boston Brand, A.K.A. the dead man. He was actually in the dead man costume when he's murdered. And that's how he has to go through the afterlife. He had the white face paint and everything on there to look like he was a skeleton. And he even had the D on his chest. I don't know why Boston brand had a D on his chest, unless it was because he was a daredevil, but then he should have two D's. But I guess Marvel would have freaked out.
0: Cause he loved the uh, D. <laughs>
1: So appearing in Strange Adventures number 205, the next issue, the, the Jack Miller takes over writing Strange Adventures, and Neil Adams uh, comes in to be the artist. Eventually, Neil Adams starts writing some of the comics, and Deadman becomes a tertiary character in DC Comics for pretty much the rest of his career. He's had a number of limited series and has been involved in some groups like Justice League Dark and the Seven Soldiers of Victory. Um, uh, But for the most part, he's been a guest appearance in multiple different comics, going anywhere from the Forever People to the Brave and the Bold and teaming up with Batman. So, Rather than go in one at a time of all the different series, I think we should probably just talk about our favorites. Again, Boston Brand is a ghost, so he's intangible. He can fly through objects. He is capable of flight. He's invisible to almost everybody. There are some people in the DC universe who can see him. Uh, But for the most part, in order to talk to somebody, he has to possess another person's body. So that's how he does most of his heroics. He jumps into his person's body, uses his incredible acrobatic skills to get them out of danger or to stop the danger that is happening. And sometimes he takes over bad people and they go in and confess to the crime (laughs) that they committed and then they don't remember doing it. So he gets summoned to, to people who are in need but he doesn't know why he's drawn to there. Nanda Parbat was Rama Did could I say that right, Josh Rama
3: You mean, yeah, Rama Kushna. you're talking about the city that
1: yeah, they're from. Yeah. Nanda
3: Par, Parbat. I can't remember the name. Hold on. Yeah. Nanda Parbat.
1: Uh, that was a golden city where Rama was in charge of and evil people would go there, and because of Ramakrishna's goodness, he would cure them of their evil. So evil people would go there, they'd get cured, they'd become nice people. However, a bunch of dicks decided to blow up the city, and they released all that evil into the world. There you go, dead man.
0: Yeah. Dicks.
1: There's yeah. There's no
0: reason for that shit.
3: None.
1: None whatsoever. So, LT, I know you were going over some Dead Man stuff. What you, uh, what was your favorite series?
2: Oh, I mean, you know, it's hard to say there's a favorite series. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I have favorite comics like, you know, his origin story in, you know, Dead Man 1985 or his origin story in Dead Man 86 or his origin story in Batman Gotham Adventures number six, you know. Or his origin story, and just about everything that they retell his origin story in. I'm sensing it's because it seems like it seems like they retell his origin story all the time at DC. It's
1: because it's it's always could be somebody's first comic book,
2: or it's always sure. somebody's first time to take money out of somebody's hands.
1: A little column a, a, little column B. A
2: little column a, a, little column B. <laughs> But uh yeah, I mean it seems like every every year or decade they're more than willing to retell Boston Brand's origin story. You know, whether he fell fell from a, a trapeze or was shot from the trapeze uh with Dick Grayson or just with his own circus or with anybody else's circus, you know, they're always willing to retell that story.
0: Are you saying I'm sorry, are you saying he's actually fallen for Dick? Oh
2: yeah, he's fallen. He's following when he was supposed to be caught by Dick. Uh,
0: well, actually, I, I don't know that particular origin story. So there is an origin story variation so where Dick Grayson... Boston Brand
2: was supposed to be performing with Dick in Batman Gotham Adventures number six. And that's when he got shot.
1: Okay, so that that's not in uh, regular continuity. That's a kid's book, right? So they're they're telling they they have to tie in Deadman into the Batman mythos somehow mythos. in order for him okay. to be in that comic book. So that makes a lot of sense. Now, if I, I think I already know Josh's favorite series that Deadman's in.
2: I I mean, I liked him in the cartoons and the Brave and the Bold when he takes over Batman's always my favorite. <laughs> that
1: is good. Josh uh
3: I mean, for I like him in Justice League Unlimited
1: god damn it Mike, so what much you from think? i thought you were going to go books of magic by neil gaiman
3: he is in true. books of magic honestly <laughs> i gotta reread those uh, he i know he's mentioned and since i i just don't they're not at the top of any of my piles and clearly i can't use comicsology, so i just <laughs> <laughs> I, I just couldn't reread them
0: is books of magic uh, on comiXology
3: I have no idea. It I'm is.
2: Trying to <laughs> well, I think it will. At least it was when uh, Sandman was coming out. Oh,
0: I'll have to go get that. So I don't know.
2: It was part of my iPad.
3: So I, I definitely don't have a strong recollection of what he did in Books of Magic, honestly. Um, I do like a lot of his other appearances. I like the idea of the character a lot, and I understand why he's been sort of relegated to that intermittent sort of solution to a problem, but not a main character. It's gotta be a I, I would imagine it would be a difficult book to write month after month for dead man. Because right. he has such a particular set of powers where mm-hmm. you really have to have coincidental adversaries all the time. And that would get tiring, I think, for a writer.
0: But but one of the things about that is he absolutely because of the very nature of his reincarnation I don't want to say reincarnation, but his duty in the world, he's could easily do the monster of the week
1: deal if it, they oh, wanted to.
3: I mean, his comic book could basically be Quantum Leap for all intents and purposes. Yeah. It's yeah. essentially the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't. And, and I suppose they have Ramakushna could be the his the owl to his uh, his his Quantum Leaper. And
0: it, it could be a very simple comic. to write It could be a very simple comic,
3: but. Once again, I I understand from a superhero perspective why that is not an attractive thing for a writer to do. Um, And just a a little more background in case anybody's wondering. So Ramakushna is not an actual Hindu deity, but all the Ramas, so especially Ramachandra, when people say Rama, they're generally referring to Ramachandra. But any other Rama, and I can't say all because I don't know very specifically, but most, most of the deities that start with the word Rama are a avatar of Vishnu. So Vishnu can't be everywhere at once. So Vishnu splinters off uh, parts of himself to become heroes and minor deities. And those are always Ramas. And Ramas are always there to protect the morality and laws of Hinduism. You feel good, Josh? You feel good rubbing...
0: Rubbing our nose in the fact that you have a degree in philosophy.
3: Yeah, because I, oh, I get to use it so fucking often for my whole life. <laughs> no,
0: no, I'm just glad that you... I'm actually glad you got a chance to flex that particular
3: muscle. I'm just saying.
0: Because that's got be, to be satisfying. I Like, when I, somebody says something about the Triangle Shirtwaist fire anywhere near me, and I run over like a fucking lightning bolt to use my history degree.
3: I read a lot more about Hindu gods than I have ever about Christian gods. So, um, But yeah... Just uh just as that as an aside, it's uh they did sort of tertiarily touch the the Hinduism in that, but didn't pull something specific out as to not to offend, I assume, or not be caught and you know, sort of painted into a box. So
0: one of the fun things I kinda like about this character is among all the supernatural characters out there, all the characters that use mysticism, all the characters that use the occult, Boston brand strikes is one of the most limited. He can't just do the thing Josh hates. And cast a spell and cure everything. He doesn't have that big bag of tricks. He has a limited skill set. They're pretty cool. And he can do a lot of things with it. But he doesn't just have the I cast the I am Vishnu Moralak. Which changes reality and fixes everything. So among Supernatural characters. It's kind of neat that he doesn't have that panacea. That can just cure all.
3: It's true. He can also just take over Superman. If he wants to get something done though.
0: But Superman's will is pretty strong. Remember, one of his big setbacks is that he can't really affect people with super strong wills. But one of Superman's big weaknesses, as Josh just mentioned, is magic. So I bet he has he done it. I don't know if he's done it much. Yes. 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 Has he done it for a while, like a long time? He has a harder time with Batman
3: than he does with Superman.
0: Imagine him trying Wolverine. (laughs) That'd be cool. Hey, bub. Get the fuck. What the fuck?
1: That'd be that, yeah, yeah. So he did have uh, an ongoing series in action comics, and it was a weekly comic at that point, back either late 80s, early 90s. And there were a whole bunch of other stories in there, so it was shorter dead man stories, uh, more of a long form storytelling, uh, for dead man, uh, than he, he gets most of the time. However, I'm going to make a recommendation. Of uh, a recent series called Dead Man Dark Mansion of Forbidden Love by Sarah Vaughn. And in this, Dead Man is drawn to a house, and it is like a gothic horror kind of comic book where he uh, is drawn to the house by the screams of another ghost, and there is a murder love. Story going on in there, uh, so it's very interesting. I thought they, she did a good job of telling the story with using Deadman as a character, but not necessarily the focal point of the story. So you see, even in his, even in one of his best series, he's not the main character. <laughs> but Justice League Dark is also excellent. He's excellent in that because all the supernatural characters can see and hear him without him taking over somebody. Uh,
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the power set just because I'm not a huge fan of a character that takes over other characters.
1: I would think though, from a artistic point of view, you would love dead man because the Neil Adams covers in strange adventures are amazing.
2: I was going to say like some of the art of dead man is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Like Neil Adams
0: has
1: drawn some
2: fantastic Dead Man art.
0: Absolutely 100% on you in that one, yeah. And
1: nobody's a bigger but, Neil Adams fan than us now.
0: Well, now. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that made me sad. Aww.
1: I did like uh in Blackest Night. That was the uh Black Hand is resurrecting the dead with the power of the uh black light and boston brand's body gets animated into this zombie form and boston tries to possess the body his own body and can't do it and is uh uh, so he ends up working to batman sends him to take over jason blood's body and he takes over Jason blood's body and then summons etrigan and controls etrigan to use his demonic fire against all these zombies, which Etrigan does not take very well and eventually boots him out of his body and is very upset. There's a lot of rhyming going on.
0: A lot of rhyming. <laughs> Possess me once, shame on you. Possess me twice, I go poo. <laughs> that was off the top of my head, come on. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and
0: now, he was also in um, one of the dark... Uh, he was a uh, part of Sinestro Core
1: for a while, is that correct? Sinestro Corps? No, yeah. I don't.
0: I, I just read that today real quick and I, I thought it sounded oh. wrong. And he was also one of the black power
3: rings too, the death power rings.
1: I don't think so, because in Blackest Night, he was fighting the black mm-hmm. hand.
3: Yeah, oh. he wears a white ring eventually. All right.
0: I might have read that wrong. I just know mm-hmm. he was mixed up in that whole storyline and I thought I'd ask Mike better. When it comes to. DC, I have to bow to Mike on that one because he, he's a, a much bigger collector than I am. I
1: mean, there's, there's. I haven't read every Dead Man comic. There is a possibility he could have been there. I think the uh, Jeff Johns had a story that they kind of told the Silver Age story, but in, it was put out in like 2010 called The Seven Soldiers of Victory. And in that, it was a one-shot comic. Dead Man is the MacGuffin who is going around recruiting all these other heroes. To go fight the Injustice League.
0: Gotcha.
1: Which is okay. why he didn't take over Luther and just say, hey, let's not do this today. I don't know why he didn't do that, but he,
0: he <laughs> Luther's didn't. probably got a pretty
1: strong will. Probably, but he could have probably got the penguin. I'm just saying. <laughs> Josh that's a pretty good
0: one. All right. Now, Drew Bane. Come on, Josh
1: do dawn not as the penguin
0: why are there so many ostriches
1: (laughs) good tom thank you (laughs) Uh, i'm doing the five o'clock and the seven o'clock show tonight if anyone's wondering come on down
3: try the veal he'll be here all week
1: all right so any other last thoughts on the dead man
0: I think I liked it mostly from the Brave and the Bold. That's what I remember most from. And I loved, loved, loved those Brave and the Bold covers uh, with Dead Men on them. And just those Brave and the Bold covers from that era were terrific. Just so colorful. So, you know, full of that emotion and animation. Like, you could feel the movement on the cover. Was, they, they were terrific.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Neil Adams did uh, did great
0: work. And the cartoon was fun, too. I mean, Batman the Brave and the Bold, I think... Boston Brand was in it maybe twice, but they were really good episodes. They're really fun.
2: Whenever whenever Dead Man takes over Batman, it's fun.
0: It's never for too long. (laughs) It's always fun, though. Could could Boston Brand take over Daredevil, the man without fear? He has a pretty strong will.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Who's
0: got the strongest will, do you think? Who'd be the hardest?
1: Green Lantern? Take your pick of Green Lanterns. Yeah. That's their whole thing.
3: It's their shtick. <laughs> the power it's what of they do. That's
0: yeah. Yeah. what we do. Good one, Mikey. Mikey, you, you got me good on that one. And that's our, our bit on uh, the Dead Men. If you have any questions or comments on that, please feel free uh, to reach out to us on Twitter or our emails, which is uh, luckybastard.com. Did you uh, you've been keeping up on that there, Elsie? Luckybastard at, at the long box, guys. Luckybastard um, at the long box, guyscom Thank you very much. And Mikey. What do you got at the front of the long box for us?
1: That's a great question. At the front of the long box, I got a movie for you guys. Super Pets, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson and the little guy. Yeah. Uh, Chris? Oh,
3: no, Kevin, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin
1: Hart. That's it.
3: Yeah. I like Kevin Hart. He's nice.
0: How's that guy jacked? Is he nice? He seems nice. Okay. I watch his uh, podcast, I mean, his uh, YouTube channel where he works out with celebrities. He, he seems like a real sweet guy. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Never met that. Just, he just seems, like, could be an all in act. But I've watched a lot of those stupid things where it's all off the cuff, just working out. And, hey, he seems like a sweet guy.
1: So DC League of Super Pets is available on streaming on HBO Max. It is about crypto. And how much he loves Superman. And he uh, ends up get, coming across a group of pets who nobody wants. Uh, and it is a delightful kid's story. I I enjoyed it myself. Have you guys seen it?
3: I watched it. Yeah. It was fine. That really
1: aimed at you, Josh? Or...
3: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it in the... You know the the Megamind category or the, uh, the sort of the the upper echelon not, of what I think is. You it's know, not the Incredibles. Not the Incredibles. Uh, no. But
1: no. it's not trying to be though.
3: No, I think well, it's perfect. It's you know I thought it was fun.
1: Look, whoever decided to cast Keanu Reeves as Batman <laughs> deserves an award.
3: Fair. I'm Batman. Whoa.
1: And the uh, evil guinea pig, uh, played by Kate McKinnon, is just oh, I love Kate McKinnon. delightful. Love her, love her, love her, everything. Yeah. alright
0: right, I'm we're gonna go watch this uh, this week.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: I got I got two hours to kill while I do platelets on Friday. I'll, I'll I'll prop it up on my belly. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, Josh, anything in the back of the lawn box? I don't Josh, think why did I say lawn Josh? Lawn I'm sorry, LT. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been drinking renaissance
2: fairs. <laughs> drinking ren fairs all day. I've got Jim, all day Starlin's, start the morning. Jim Starlin's Dreadstar at the beginning. Dreadstar. This, this is a story of b- before the Dreadstar comic began of Akhenaten fighting a race called the zygots and creating the weapon that would become Dreadstar's sword and the story of how Dreadstar became Dreadstar.
1: So Dreadstar, just for our listeners was an Epic comic, which is a creator owned comic that was published by Marvel. It was kind Uh, of like,
2: I thought it was published by first comics. No,
1: I thought it was by Epic. I don't know. I
2: mean, it's available by dynamite now, but. I thought it was the first comic originally.
1: But I will look that but, up. You go ahead and talk again. about it. Okay.
2: But so it goes through this whole this whole story about this this race of uh beings called the Zygots that were taking over the Milky Way and uh and the sirens, this Egyptians, race of Egyptian gods had to do something to prevent this race from from taking over everything and so they created a doomsday weapon and in order to power it they also needed to create the what would be dread star and along with other beings that they had to had to create and basically Dreadstar star had to sacrifice the Milky Way in order to get rid of the zygots and prevent them from taking over everything and then he was hurled into another universe which then later led into the epic that would be the Dreadstar comic. But some beautiful artwork uh, by Jim Starlin. Absolutely beautiful, stunning artwork. Story leads into a bit of an acid trip in some places, but but still worth reading, especially if you love some of those old stories. If you're a fan of Dreadstar, definitely worth reading. Good, solid book.
1: So Dreadstar, by the way, was first published by Epic, and then it went over to First Comics. Okay. And then later to Malibu, then later appearances in Image, like Starlin. It's been everywhere. Yeah. I've
2: been yeah. everywhere, I mean, to be fair, a lot of those comic book companies went yeah. out of business, so.
0: Yeah. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, <sighs> judge I'm, I'm sorry that to be fair thing was a little bit of a tangent speaking of which you got a tangent for us
3: so we were talking about dead man and his power right as he is a ghost and he can go off and and, and possess whomever he likes so you get uh you have 24 hours
0: this might get cringy this might get wicked cringy dude <laughs>
3: should i not ask not gonna ask who do you possess? What do you do with your time, or do you use it at all?
0: Can I kill my host? I
2: was going to say I take over Putin and I kill myself.
0: (laughs) I mean that's that's exactly LT and I are finally on the same exact page. We're there, baby. (laughs) The world would be a lot better off without Putin.
1: Look, man. You beforehand you surrender to the Ukraine. You pull all your troops out. You then pick a schlup to take over, and then. Dude, I and have you, a couple of hours. And then you take out first. all
0: the Russian generals and you kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, all the Russian generals? Now, general by general thought, man.
1: He's already <laughs> taking out all the Russian generals as they slowly fail him.
0: Yeah. And, or, or we keep sending them to the front where they keep getting shot mysteriously by a very technical weapon system that is somehow tracking generals in the Ukraine? What? Uh, Awesome. Uh, all right, we got to take Putin out of it, right? Because, I mean, that's the sure. go-to. All right, take Putin out of it.
1: I'm going to take over Elon Musk and give away all his money.
0: Is that a bad one.
1: To a bad charities. One. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I would have done Donald Trump, but I wanted somebody rich. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that is a gorgeous joke. I you stand by that joke, my friend.
1: What about you, Josh?
3: I don't know. I mean, there's a couple of things I would really want to do. One, I'd want to take over at least one NBA star who I really like, because I just want to play in one NBA game in my life. And you want to dunk once. Once. Oh, yeah. I mean, more than once. I just want to crush somebody on a drive. You Somewhere. want someone else to
0: be on the poster besides your little Jewish ass.
3: Fucking A, I do. <laughs>
0: the second guy on the poster, I should say. The guy can do doing this. The guy doing uh, the and,
3: then, and then after that, I might try to solve some of the world's problems.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're very altruistic people. I think our first thought is always towards world problems. So we're always going to do Elon Musk, give the money away. Bill Gates, give the money away. As, uh, the James Facebook Amazon. guy, Sucker Book. I'm going to have to take that out of the equation, because that's just a gimme. I mean, that's... I'm a pretty altruistic guy. I'd probably do that. If I was going to do something selfish, something for me, something that would make me feel fun and and happy, it seems like it'd be awful cool to be Snoop Dogg for a day. Okay. Yeah. I like him. He seems... That, once again, I like people who genuinely seem nice and people like. And he seems like a nice guy. He's friends with that convicted fella, Martha, something or other. <laughs> you
3: know,
0: he seems like a nice fella.
3: Did you see him in the vampire movie with what's his name, with Jamie Fox?
0: No, what was the vampire movie, with Jamie Fox? Oh yeah, the take uh, that just came out a little while ago. Yeah, yeah,
1: it
3: was entertaining.
0: Yeah, it looks good. I might, i, I don't think I'll watch that. He's like a no. bounty hunter. Like yeah, vampires definitely. are like, worth money. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying Is to make bank.
1: To go off on a weird tangent of Josh's tangent, you were just talking about being a Jew playing basketball. Did anybody watch this week's episode of Hulu's reboot?
3: I've not yeah. watched. No. <laughs> nah.
1: some, TV, there's some but... really good people on that show. I gotta be. I should be watching
3: that. I watched the first couple episodes, but I haven't caught up.
0: The, the, the female lead in that is like one of my faves. I love her. Though she plays Cheryl on Archer.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, so in in that one of the cast members uh plays he was a child star and now he's an adult. But and his on so set. <laughs> he he invites uh Keegan Michael Key's character to go play basketball with him. So, you know, he's all excited and he gets there and it's just a bunch of little Jewish kids. And he's like, Man, I, I can't I can't play a bunch of kids. Like I'm, I'm an adult. And he's like, no, 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 no. They're all men except for that one. He hasn't had his bar mitzvah yet. (laughs) (laughs) And so like, he's a foot taller than even the tallest kid, but most of the, he's like two feet taller than right. And he's, He's playing basketball against me and every time he's like, I am really sorry. This is the least I can do. And he just holds his hands up. Right. And then the kids start talking smack to him. (laughs) He then proceeds to destroy them. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes down with a rebound and he swings his elbows and breaks one of the little kids. noses. And he's like, Oh, oh, does, oh! Does anybody know a doctor? And what, what, one of the kids like, I can call my dad. And another kid's like, I can call my mom. I can call my mom or dad.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I gotta start watching this thing. There's a lot of good people on this show.
3: So, a little anecdote. Uh, many years ago, when I was I was playing a lot of basketball, and I was home in our near our hometown, Munson, Massachusetts, which is in the middle of East Butt Fuck Nowhere, Western Mass. And, and strong it's fair. yeah and i'm playing basketball and a couple kids come around they're probably i don't know freshmen sophomores or something and we're just playing and they're not very good to be nice and one of the kids starts talking smack and he's like you're in our hood now and i'm like your hood like we're in munson like the only hood around here is the ice cream like i don't, I don't know what you're talking about like hard to talk
0: smack in munson
3: yeah, how do you? Yeah, pour you the 40s of milk out. What? Yeah, you can't. You can't talk smack on a basketball court, Munson, and be serious. Yeah, that, that doesn't. That doesn't work. Yeah. Our oh, house. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. No. no, our house is over there. Oh yeah. And we're gonna no, go get yeah.
0: some milk, yeah. and we're gonna come back, and we will be hydrated. And we're, gonna play some more. we're
3: gonna play some more. And
0: thank you very much. <laughs> thank
3: you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's how we do our house in Munson, Massachusetts.
3: Middle of our street.
0: In the middle of austria Street. Uh,
3: did house. everyone Tommy, say who they a,
0: possess?
1: Yeah, I think so. Tommy, you get a three to eighteen for us?
0: A three to eighteen for you, absolutely, one hundred percent. I just went to a red fair this week, uh, last weekend. Red fair, three to eighteen. You don't have to be as on board as me, but I, I love going to the red fair. I like, I like eating a turkey leg. I like drinking a mead. I like uh, throwing axes. I got four out of five. I'm pretty good. Uh, I got four out of five of the knives. I'm pretty good. And uh, I had a great time. I saw acrobats that I follow on TikTok. I saw all the kind of stupid acts. I like Jack the Whipper. I might buy a whip just because of him. Red Fairs three to eighteen go. Eighteen for me, Josh.
3: Mm. I'm gonna say fifteen. Fifteen. It's starting to tarnish for me, and and honestly, just the food lines this year were killing me. Uh,
2: I was going to say, it's a 15 for me. It might be a 16 if they got rid of the food tickets.
3: I got to
0: tell you, I've been to a ton of – I went to four fairs this year. King Richards was by far the worst run when it comes to that, but it was also one of the bigger ones. So yeah. maybe they had to do it for that reason. But I went to the Connecticut Run Fair. I think Mike, you might have went there too. There were no big lines for food. There were no big lines for anything, and it was smaller and funner. And I kind of like that one better.
3: Mike. Yeah, I should have gone to Connecticut.
0: Yeah, we should have. We should all gone to Connecticut next year. I think we'll all go to Connecticut. Yeah, it makes sense. Mike, did you enjoy the Connecticut Run Fair?
1: I did not go do it.
0: Oh, I, th- I thought you went this year. I, someone said you were going. Uh, but no. I've been to that one before. I went this year, and it was terrific. There was a Falconer. That was great. There was uh, two acrobats that I really like, and they were terrific. They did the bottle walk thing, which I really like. Stupid. Oh, I like Red Fair acrobats a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So, 50, I can understand that, Josh, because it was a little bit of a shit. They shouldn't do that with the tickets. So what we're talking about is buy your tickets for food and then use those tickets to buy food. And that's a pain in the ass. It's a great way for the rent fair to make sure they get all the money for the food. All the money. All the monies. And you can't accidentally, like, you know, it's skim also, the top.
3: Yeah, it's also a great way yeah, for skip, to prevent skimming.
0: That's, like, all it, that's all it's for. That's what I'm telling yeah. you. That's the only reason that's there. I mean, I've run fairs before. When I run food trucks, and that is just to prevent skimming and that's a sucky thing to do to your vendors, not because they're skimming, but because it just slows everything the fudge down,
3: yeah, a long time ago in college, I worked um uh Boston used to have this big flower show at the yeah. uh, at the convention center down by um down by where you live now, Tom
0: yeah, they don't do that anymore as much it well, is, that convention center big.
3: collapsed in on itself, so yeah. <laughs> Well, they didn't
0: move it, is my point. I thought they'd move it and do something with it.
3: Yeah, I don't know, but it always coincided with uh, my um, our spring break in college. And so those of us who were paying our way through school, everybody volunteered for the flower show. And a lot of people skimmed a lot of money out of the till. Because, I, uh, I've done it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot, like more more than you think. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I can make I can make like four or five hundred bucks a day skimming.
3: Yeah. So um. But yeah, um. Yeah, other than that, I you know I generally like them, but it's definitely uh, they've been getting tougher year after year.
0: I think it's gonna even out. I think COVID the the, the years following COVID I think are tough. Smaller ones are more fun. Josh is a solid fifteen. LT, how about you, buddy? I mean, we had a I great it was time. 15.
2: I said it was a fifteen, it would have been a sixteen if there was no food ticket crap. Yeah.
0: By the way, it made me laugh so much, like they had a couple extra food tickets left. They had six or seven dollars, maybe nine dollars, with the food yeah, tickets left. And his wife goes to hand him and we were like, Hey, anyone want these food tickets? I'm like, oh I got a friend who works here, I'll give them to her. And his wife handed me those food tickets so slowly waiting for me <laughs> to offer <laughs> to pay for the food tickets. It was it was almost an SNL sketch. How slowly she goes <laughs> over man. Sorry, LT, but that made me laugh a lot later. <laughs> Mikey, I don't think it bothered your...
2: me at all, did it, Tom?
0: No, you were just you were like looking at her like, why is she going so? <laughs> Mikey, uh, what about you? Three and eighteen. You don't go to nearly as many as me because I've gotten to like three or four, but you do enjoy them.
1: Uh, no, I'm going to go with a 10. I'm not really a a huge fan. I I used to go to the Louisiana Renaissance Festival, but after the third year, it was like the exact same festival and tromping through the mud. Uh, and and I was like, uh, I had seen it enough that I was like, I'm over this. So Uh I have not had great experiences like it was just a long, hot day looking for my friends who were all over the Ren Fair <laughs> and trying to figure out where they were because it was in the middle of a field. Nowhere, Louisiana, with no cell phone reception. <laughs> so. They used
0: to be. That was our childhood, man. Do you remember when yeah. we didn't have cell phones? Fuck. How are you going to find me? I don't know, come find me. Sounds exhausting.
1: Yeah, yeah it, is. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is. It is.
0: <laughs> but we did it. <laughs> Like how did we find each other at music festivals in the day? We didn't. (laughs) We thought we would, (laughs) but we didn't. I I think that's everyone. I enjoy red bears. I have a good time.
3: It's fun.
1: I like the axe so
0: much.
3: Okay, so I got a couple things coming up that I think people need to know about. First of all, in just over a month the new willow series is getting released on disney plus you really are oh man i'm so so much more excited about that than rings of power or house of dragons like i am really excited about willow the other thing i'm really excited about is and i don't know if you guys have watched it at all i love the uh on netflix the dragon prince cartoon yeah, and you mentioned that the, a lot. You really the enjoyed The new that. series is being released on the 3rd, on November 3rd, so I'm really excited for a new season of The Dragon Prince.
0: Not sure if I finished that. It was fun. I don't know why I stopped.
3: Uh, I'll oh, go back. Love it. Yeah.
0: I <laughs> liked Disenchanted for the first season. It reminded me a little bit about Disenchanted, but Disenchanted just kind of went Oh, nit.
3: I didn't like Disenchanted.
0: Yeah, first season was kind of fun. Second season just got kind of weird.
3: Yeah, I tried to watch it, and I was like,
0: no. Yeah. I wanted to like it more. I mean, there's a good voice acting in it. The premise is fun. Really? I wish it was better.
3: But yeah, uh,
0: Willow. yeah, Willow. Willow. Goddamn, that was a fun. That was a fun movie.
1: Yeah. You
0: really are great. Well, I'd yeah. like
1: to. I'd like to plug Kirby Crackle for providing our. They provide our geek rock music every week. You can check them out at Kirby Crackle music.com they just dropped a 1407 gray malkin lane so if you want to go over to Bandcamp, you can pick up their new kirby crackle
0: gray malkin lane what's that a reference
1: to i'm I'm, I'm blanking the x-men's mansion oh nice it's a good song i'd like to plug
2: i'd like to plug geekorthodox.com
1: geekorthodox.com hello Tammy
0: GeekOrthodox.com
2: GeekOrthodox.com
1: <laughs> Just keep
2: going. Well, GeekOrthodox.com my... <laughs> For verified stained glass prints Johnny Skywalker rocks glasses Saki sets You name it they got it at GeekOrthodox.com If you want t-shirts you got to go to IanLino.com because that's where all the t-shirts are The baseball caps Etc and so forth Have
1: you got so your I... ROS shirt yet?
3: Uh no, I have not.
1: Yeah.
3: But, I saw uh, that Ian, great, yeah. Ian told me that he was uh packaging stuff up. He said hi when I he knows he knows my address. So, yeah. so this year at New York Comic Con, uh I don't know if, if everyone has seen uh Ian's stained glass window uh, Mando and Child. Yep. So the original he has with him, which is a, a fairly hefty price tag, apparently. The CEO of the Nasdaq is a uh, is a big fan. She walked by and without asking the price, said, "I'll take that." So, <laughs> wow. You I, remember, uh, what,
0: can you give us a ballpark? I don't want to give away any trade secrets here, but about how much was that? Stuff like that? It, was I beautiful. Think it was a
3: couple grand, two grand, maybe twenty five hundred.
0: All right, that's that's reasonable. I mean,
3: yeah, no, no, it's not. No, it's it's that she walked by, saw a piece of glass, and was like, "Yeah, I'll take that." Yeah. They didn't ask. He just boxed it up right there. And yeah. So the CEO of NASDAQ, fan of the Linos. Mm. Yeah.
0: Everyone's a fan of the Linos. They're awesome.
3: Technically, yep. they own my company. Really? Yeah. CEOs, uh, if you go, oh. you keep going up <laughs> up the chain. Uh, they own. I thought my you meant the
0: Linos for a second there. I'm like, what did, what, <laughs> no,
3: the NASDAQ. When did they get into the market? Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, the NASDAQ owns my company.
0: Tammy would be a very fun boss. Oh, yeah. Come over with Magic. Oh, Magic passed.
1: Sorry. Oh, uh, I didn't that say that. Down,
0: I don't, I'm that, sorry, man. I la- it was a good dog. I liked that dog. I'm,
3: the new puppet is es- Is what? They have a new French bulldog named Esme.
0: Esme. Okay. I'll, I'll start trying to remember Esme. But, man, I miss Magic. That was a good dog. I never Magic. even met that dog. I liked that dog.
3: Magic was very adorable. That was a like, great dog.
0: Damn it. So many great dogs in our back. We, are, we do not deserve the dogs we've had, guys. Josh, we don't deserve the dogs we got now.
3: <laughs> That's a my good big dog, We'll
0: give them, a, give them a little pat for me. Come on. We'll give my little pat tonight. I took mine swimming today. We swam all the way out. To, he, wanted, he, he looked back at me. He's like, come on, swim with me. I'm like, fuck. So I had to go swimming in the Boston Harbor with him today. And uh, it was pretty cold. <laughs> Let me just say that. But I did it. I think it's my last of the year. He's on his own after this.
3: <laughs> he, likes off,
0: trouble. <laughs> he likes to swim almost every day. I, I'm wondering what his cutoff day is gonna be. <laughs> Cause it's still he's still going. It is pretty cool in that water. Any other plugs guys? I guess we can play Pentagon. It's coming up. We haven't actually put our things in yet for it, but we've seen some really great people signing up for it, including Leva Bates, a terrific, terrific, terrific uh, wrestler on the uh, independent circuit. A bunch of the guys from the Revenge of the Nerds movies. Uh, just some fun people coming in this year, and uh, I'm hoping and looking forward to that one. That one's always such a fun time. Josh, you've already gotten their condo, right?
3: If the Airbnb is booked, yep, I'll be booking nice. flights soon.
0: All right. You're the man, Josh. Well, I guess that about does it for us tonight, guys. Josh, uh, Pensacola, Florida, is, is that your sector?
3: Absolutely. February 24th to the 26th, 2023, Pensacola, Pensacola Florida. That'll be our sector.
0: And, uh, Mikey, what's this uh, podcast like to you?
1: It's like Drunk History, but for comics. Tommy, sweet, sweet Tommy, my brother from another mother.
0: Anything to say? Oh, get your shot. I'm going to get my get shot. <laughs> I'm getting my booster and my flu shot, I think, on Friday. I'm going to give platelets on Thursday, and then I can't give for another, like, um, two months after I get my shot for some dumbass reason. Come get your shots with the long box, guys. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. That last that last COVID sucked, <laughs> but I'm going to do it. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for the long box, guys. Don't forget what I always say. Just promote. what, Don't diss what you hate. Promote what you love. you live longer. Thanks for the long box, guys.